0: so we are starting with the advent of europeans the first european that came to india were portuguese so it started when the roman empire declined in the 17th century Uh, what happened was uh, the arabs had established their domination in egypt and persia (coughs) so the direct contact between the europeans and india declined and with that easy accessibility of indian commodities like uh, spices calico, silk and various precious stones were greatly dem- uh, demanded and was affected. So <coughs> in 1453, uh, Constantinople fell to the Ottoman Turks who were on the uh, accident and the merchandise from India went to the European markets through Arab Muslims intermediaries. Okay. So what happened was the Arabs had the control on the ground route. And also the Red Sea trade route. Okay, so uh, during the 15th century, Europe was gripped by the spirit of the uh, Renaissance with its call for exploration. And at the same time, Europe made great advances in the art of shipbuilding and navigation. Hence, there was an uh, eagerness all over Europe for the uh, adv- adventurous sea v- oaks to reach unknown corners of the East and the economic development of many regions of Europe was also progressing rapidly with the expansion of land cultivation and the introduction of an improved block scientific crop management such as crop rotation and increased supply of meat for which the uh, spices were required and uh, at that time uh, the Venice and Genoa which had earlier prospered through trade in oriental goods were too small to take on the mighty Ottoman Turks or to take up major exploration on their own. The North Europeans were ready to aid Portugal and Spain with money and men, even as the uh, guineas were ready to provide ships and technical knowledge. It is also to be noted that Portugal had assumed the leadership in Christendom's resistance to Islam even as it had taken on itself the spirit of exploration, but had characterized the Guineas. Historians have observed that the idea of finding an ocean route to India had become an obsession for Prince Henry of Portugal, who was nicknamed the Navigator. Also, he was keen to find a way to circumvent the Muslim domination of the Eastern Mediterranean and all the routes that connected India to Europe. Pope Nicholas V gave Prince Henry a bull in 1454 conferring on him the right to navigate the sea to the distant shores of orient more specifically as far as india in an attempt to find islamic influence and spread the christian faith however prince henry died before his dream became a reality okay so uh, what happened in 1497 under the treaty of tordesillas in 1494 The rulers of Portugal and Spain divided the non-Christian world between them by an imaginary line in the Atlantic. Some 1,300 miles west of the Cape Verde Islands, under the treaty, Portugal could claim and occupy everything to the east of the line, while Spain could claim everything to the west. The situation was thus prepared for the Portuguese incursions into the water and around India. It was in 1487 that the Portuguese navigator Bartholomew Diaz rounded the Cape of Good Hope in Africa and sailed up the eastern coast. He was well convinced that the long sought after sea route to India had been found. But it was only 10 years later that an expedition of Portuguese ships set out for India in 1497 and arrived in India in slightly less than 11 months' time. In May 1498, (coughs) so uh it uh, how it came from trading to ruling let's see that okay after the arrival of three ships under vasco da gama led by gujarati pilot named abdul majid at calicut in may 1498 profoundly affected the course of indian history the hindu rulers of calicut the zamorin however had no apprehensions as to europeans intentions as the prosperity of his kingdom was due to calicut's position as an antipot. He accorded a friendly reception to Vasco de Gama. The Arab traders who had a good business on the Malabar coast were apprehensive and were not keen to the Portuguese getting a hold there. For centuries, the trading system of Indian oceans had numerous participants – Indians, Arabs, Africans from the East Coast, Chinese, Javanese, among others – but these participants had acted according to some tech, uh, tacit rules of conduct and none had sought overwhelming dominance through all were in the profit. The Portuguese had changed that they wanted to monopolize the hugely profitable eastern trade by excluding competitors, specifically the Arabs. Vasco de Gama stayed in India for three months, but when he returned to Portuguese, he carried back with him a rich car- a rich cargo and sold the merchandise in the European market at a huge profit. The importance of direct access to the pepper trade was made clear by the fact that elsewhere the Europeans who had to buy through Muslims' middlemen would have had to spend ten times as much for the same amount of pepper. Not surprisingly, other profit-seeking merchants of European nations were tempted to come to India and trade directly. A vague was undertaken by Pedro Alvarez Cabral to trade for spices. He negotiated and established a factory at Calicut where he arrived in September 1500. There was an incident of conflict when the Portuguese factory at Calicut was attacked by the locals, resulting in the death of several merchants, ships anchored in the harbour and killed hundreds of their crew, besides confiscating their cargo and burning the ships. Calicut was bombarded by Cabral. Later, Cabral succeeded in making advan- uh, advantageous treaties with the local rulers of Cochin and Kananur and after that the Vasco de Gama once again came to India in 1501. The Zamorin declined to exclude the Arab merchants in the favour of Portuguese when Vasco de Gama combined commercial greed with ferocious hostility and dragged vengeance on Arab shipping wherever he could. He ruptured with the Zamorin thus became total and complete. After which the Vasco de Gama set up a trading factory at Kananur. Gradually, Calicut, Cannanore, and Cochin became the important trade centers of the Portuguese. Gradually, under the pretext of protecting the factories and their trading activities, the Portuguese got permission to fortify these centers. Okay, after which came the Francisco de Almeida. In 1505, the King of Portugal appointed a governor in India for a three-year term and equipped the incumbent with sufficient force to protect the Portuguese interests. Francisco de Almeida, the newly appointed governor, was asked to consolidate the position of the Portuguese in India and to destroy Muslim trade by seizing Aden, Ormos, and Malacca. He was also advised to build fortresses at Anjandiva, Cochin, Cananur and Kilwa. What Almeida however encountered? along with the opposition of Zamorin, was a threat from the Mamluk Sultan of Egypt, encouraged by merchants of Venice, uh, whose lucrative commerce was now at a risk due to the Portuguese interference. The Egyptians raised a fleet in the Red Sea to stop the advance of Portuguese. In 1507, the Portuguese squadron was defeated in the naval battle of Diu by the combined Egyptian and Gujarat navies and Almeida's son was killed. Next year, Almeida revenged his defeat by totally crushing the two navies. Almeida's vision was to make the Portuguese the master of the Indian Ocean. His policy was known as the Blue Water Policy System. After the Almeida, Alfonso de Albuquerque was appointed as the governor.